What's up, everybody? This is the Quad with Chris Young. New Year, same intro. We got Ryan from Miami. Like to wish you all a happy quad anniversary. <laughs> Producer yeah. Josh. New Year, same me. And Haley the Bear. Cheers. Yeah, Haley's drinking right now. <laughs> it's 10 a.m. Haley, Bear, uh, it's the, 10, 12 in the morning. What are you doing? I well, normally... She's excited. The Bears made the playoffs. You do realize normally I go to breakfast and start drinking mimosas before 10 a.m., right? You realize today, January 4th, is when most people have to go back to work, like yours truly. And I'm only spiteful because I'm jealous. I'm going to work after this. I'm going, we're going to double today, actually. So <laughs> They're going to be getting doubles. <laughs> you get a double and you get a double. Oh, man. Uh, very, very excited to be in the new year. Uh, if you have seen any of my posts, obviously, you know, new year doesn't change anything if you don't want it to. It does if you do. And, uh, you know, just go out there and spread happiness and joy to everybody. But even if it's just mental, I'm happy to be in 2021. Absolutely. We had an amazing weekend of football that we're going to get to. I forgot how much I loved the movie that we watched. It's so good. <laughs> I I had so much fun watching that last night. You don't even know. It's one of the more enjoyable movies I've seen in the last, like, 10 years. There's so much like cut humor in there there are great quotes in that movie that i completely <laughs> forgot about yep d-o-g-g-o-d -G -G -O uh, dude absolutely it, so if you don't know what we're talking about there's a scene in the movie where he's like i don't so they're like she's d-o-d -D. talking about department of defense and he goes i don't care if she's g-o-d just get it done yep it's like so oh good. what a what a line good writing you want to just go to the movie you want to start a movies today why not yeah movies so i hope everybody get a chance to watch this one the a team the 2010 remake so good so so good liam neeson bradley cooper jessica beale quentin jackson and the list goes on i mean there's there's plenty of other people that uh, you you recognize even some of the the guys that are kind of tertiary to the main plot i'm like what have i seen this guy and i start looking it up and it's like the huge imdb page i'm like oh cool um, but a fantastic, fantastic movie. I love the, the nod to the original score. I love that <laughs> there, there's a scene and this is not a spoiler, but, uh, when one of them is pretending, uh, to be captured at one point in the movie that, that doesn't give it away, right? No. Uh, they start showing a movie and it's one of the original, <laughs> it's one of the shots from the original A team. Yeah. I, there's just so much that they did right. And, you know, I, I'm interested because, you know, that show ran in the 80s. So when, when its last episode aired, it was eight, 1987, 1988. Somewhere in there, yeah. And so I was I was a kid, but so many people liked that movie. And I remember hearing that they appreciated... All the callbacks. This and, one as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I just... I love that. I thought it was fantastic. 2010, uh, Joe Carnahan, I believe, is a director. Like I said, um, Charlton Copley, Bradley Cooper, Liam Neeson. I I thought it was awesome. What did you guys think? The director's in the movie. He's the guy that hands the keys of the chopper mm -hmm. to... Uh, <clears throat> this is this was a movie for me. So 2010, this was back when like the very early days of digital downloads of movies were happening. So I had like a digital version on iTunes for my phone. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I watched the hell out of this movie, <laughs> like all the time. Anytime I was on a flight, I was like, you know what? A team again, let's go. I love this movie. Ryan, you mentioned nods. I think there was like a slight nod to even taken in this too. Like in, in the sense of that, there was the, I, the, no, you know what I'm talking that's, about. Yeah, that's not what I meant by nod, though. Like, I know, I know. But that, it takes that's a movie out, that came after. I know, I know, but he takes out the recorder, whatever, taken <laughs> to the A team. You know what I'm saying? When the recorder pops out and he plays it back, that, because, you know, as we talked about last week on the pod, you can kind of peg certain, like, certain actors into roles. And I see Liam Neeson obviously is taken and then taken too. And so I thought that that was a nice little play there as well uh, in the movie, but uh, there was so much comedy mixed in with the action, which made it so much more enjoyable because during all of the scenes where you're kind of on edge, you, you laugh, you bust out laughing, which I think is awesome. Yeah. Did you, did you like it? D 
did I like it? I'm the one who suggested it because I love it so much. I, I forgot about so much random so many random parts that I just died laughing for probably way harder than any person should. The very beginning when he was like riding the helicopter fan and he's like, you spin me right. That's that I well, died. I was like, this is hilarious. The part where they keep, they keep knocking BA out cause he doesn't want to get yeah. yes. <laughs> and anything that flies. So rotten tomatoes hates this movie. By the no way. 49%. Oh. Boo, boo. You rotten tomatoes. I think that's a case of rotten tomatoes trying to be the, you know, Cisco and Ebert. Are you okay over there? Are you puking? What's going What's on over there? I had a sharp tickle in my throat. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> you sure that wasn't Bradley Cooper tickling you? Nice, nice, nice. Oh, okay. give me okay. Bradley Cooper. Okay. 49% on Rotten Tomatoes. I think this is a case of Rotten Tomatoes trying to be... Is this like art house? Like it's not uh, cool yeah, enough? It's like, it's oh, not... this is too, you know, action movie over the top popcorn flick. And I'm I, sometimes you enjoy those. Uh, 89% of Google users like this movie, though. The people have spoken. A man who loves when a plan comes together, Hannibal Smith, leads a close-knit team of lead operatives. Framed for a terrible crime, Smith and his men go rogue using their special talents to clear the names, to clear their names, sorry, and find the perpetrator. Hot on the trail is Carissa Sosa, Jessica Biel, who was once involved with a member of Smith's team and has sworn to capture them no matter what it takes. I do want to do a couple of the lines, and I know this is kind of giving him away. But, uh, I don't know if this is a spoiler. I I do love Murdoch doing. <laughs> They'll never take our freedom. Oh yeah, like, the, the Braveheart kid. When he's, yeah. when he's, ri- when he's uh, riding the the stick horse. Yes, I, it's so funny. Like little things like that. Uh, the part where. Um, Hannibal gets face and he's in a tanning bed. Mm-hmm. That, I, that is so random. You have to see this movie to understand, but he opens up the door and he steps out and he goes, you're really tan. <laughs> I laughed. I couldn't, I couldn't help it. I thought it was there awesome. were such good little one liners. And so am I the only one that hadn't seen this movie before of the group? Everybody else. Oh yeah. Right? yeah. So I had never You've seen never this seen movie it? before. So the ultimate spoiler, which I'm not going to give away was, <laughs> was a huge mind bleep for me when I, when the scene obviously where they're all in the shed, uh, I was like, Whoa. And maybe, maybe that's my in the being shed. gullible when they figure yeah. out who it is. Oh, they figure, oh, yes, oh, oh. We're in the shed that eventually goes, is, uh, is, boom. I mean, I guess you could call it a shed. Is it, it's more like a barn, isn't it? Yeah. Kind of. It was yeah. like kind of a barn house. I, I, so sorry. More of a shed. I, well, like, let me ask you this. When you think of a shed, you just think of that type of building. It could be any size. In my mind, when I hear the word shed, I think like the small outbuilding behind your house growing up where your dad kept his tools. Yeah, like like $600 from Home yeah, Depot. Yeah. Yeah. You realize the disconnect we're having here, right? I was born in Miami. You were born in Tennessee. <laughs> and that's the you big disconnect we're having right now. You have a shed right where your dad kept his tools? <laughs> there weren't sheds. So a shed comes in all sizes for people like me. No, no. I, that think, this, in Miami. I oh. think this is a me thing. I think Litigating I'm just... the definition of a shed is exactly uh, how I wanted to start yep, this year. Yep. <laughs> This. I'm going to look this up. I'm going to we Google deep dive, guys. images yeah. of sheds. Hang on. <laughs> I'm on it. Uh, so what, what do we want to watch next? I don't know. Real quick, though. I think, I know this is a bold statement. I think this is my favorite Bradley Cooper role. Period. What? Period. What? More than Star is Born. More than Silver Linings Playbook. I think this movie, to me, is peak Bradley Cooper. It's all the things that I want from him as an actor. Limitless? That is, ooh, ooh. you're talking about, about one of my, say that. talking about one of my favorite movies. Um, do we want to watch Limitless? American, American Sniper was really good too. Oh, I thought yeah, it was fantastic. Was but that's that different. That's not, when I think of you're Bradley Cooper, about him the charming, the like the charming guy that's quick witted and funny and all these things. Like the hangover, like this was a better role than the hangover. No question. Way better. Yeah. The, the hangover is like a, a, a popular cultural moment. Like no one, if you, if you were around and you were old enough to appreciate that movie, when that movie came out, it's always going to be like a, a point in time where you're like, yeah, cornerstone, yeah, dude, that was, that movie was crazy. I'd never seen anything like that. And then they made two more of them and it kind of jumped the shark a little bit, Yep. but it's a, uh, yeah, I, I, I could see that. I, I know exactly what you're saying for what you want his character to be. 
and what you know he can do. Not not talking about like when he does, you know, voice capture or anything like that. No, like Rocket yeah. Raccoon Rocket, is fantastic. Yeah, Rocket's but, up there for sure. Yeah, but that's obviously not him on screen. No, to me, this, and I love Limitless. I I ride hard for that movie. But it's a really good movie. I feel as though this sort of is like all of the things... Like he, I left that movie being like he could have been Captain America after that. You know what I mean? So you're talking like bad boy, but kind of funny, but endearing, you know, but charming. Has his shirt off in multiple scenes. <laughs> that's yes. that's where I kind of go. Uh, I leave that movie. If you had to recast stuff going forward with no concept of of what comes after it, going he could be Iron Man. Mm. Whoa! You made the, a very large shed like leap. See what I'm saying? I That's an interesting that. recast now. That, yeah. I, huh. I have just, to think about that. Uh-huh. Just give me all versions of Bradley Cooper and I'll be yeah. okay. <laughs> so that's why you enjoyed this movie so much. No wonder you picked it. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was fantastic. Uh, if you guys watched it along with us, I hope you enjoyed it as well. Should we just do Bradley Cooper month? Can we do Limitless? Oh <laughs> Man, we could. I'll, I'll go Limitless for the I next movie. I love that movie. Wait, are we going to start off 2021 with like actor months and we'll just pick movies based on the actor for... It's not a bad idea. I hate that idea. That's interesting. At least until we get more new movies uh, in theaters. Because like right now it's like... I mean, I'm going to go see Monster Hunter with Mila Jovovich, but I don't really think that's... Not high on my list. That's probably not high on your. I was looking right at Josh. I'm like that. As much as I knew you would like Limitless, I know that you won't like that movie, and you'll probably never see it. Accurate. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll I'll feel free to talk about that one if I get a chance to go see it this week. But uh, Limitless, let's do it. I like that. Oh, gosh, I love that. Movie. I like that for next week. It's Bradley Cooper month, everybody. <laughs> yes, um, I love it. Can we do Chris Evans month next? Maybe. <laughs> It's going to be all... Are we going to do Wedding Crashers after Limitless? She's like all attractive. I'll do Vince Vaughn month. I'll do Vince Vaughn month. I like Vince Vaughn month because then we got to go Dodgeball, which is one of my favorite movies of all We time. can, except it's just the same role of Vince Vaughn in every movie. And I'm I okay love with that, that role. I'm okay with it. All right, let's, uh, let's go to music. Music. So we were talking about this, and we were talking about hits that have been covered by other big artists. Did you guys pull together a list? Did you remember this, Ryan? You did? Yeah. <laughs> are, are you sure? Are you good? Yeah. Yeah. Are you looking it up right now? No, not at all. Are you lying to me? <laughs> Why do you think I was on mute? Uh-huh. Uh, Bear, did you do a list? I got three. Three, three's fine. Three's fine. I, I got my top five. You got top five. I got a top five. <clears throat> so, and I'll I'll go first. I've actually got a sixth. I've got an honorable mention. Uh, Stand by me, which was Otis Redding, um, and also Ben E. King. And the reason that I put that on there is because one of my favorite covers was actually an Otis Redding song that got covered by another artist. So, um, we'll get there. Hang on. So number five, I, I got to go Gravedigger since that's kind of what started the whole sure. thing is me talking about Dave Matthews and Willie Nelson covering that. And just, I think it's fantastic. Uh, my number four is all along the watchtower, Bob Dylan, the Hendrix version, okay. which I just think is fantastic that it's, you know, normally you get the, the tempo that becomes the ballad. And this was kind of the, the flip flop. Yep. Uh, number three, killing me softly. With his song. Yep. Ah, which so was originally good. Roberta Flack. Two times. Oh, my God. So, so incredible. So incredible. Uh, number two. I feel like our two and one are going to be the same, but go ahead. Oh, wait, are they? I, I think so, but go ahead. Number two is Respect. They're not the same. It's Otis Redding, but the famous version that people remember is Aretha. Yep. And number one. I will always love you, which is one. Uh, of course, that's the, I think that's on all of our lists. I'm just saying, yeah. if, if it's not, you're doing this list wrong. Yeah, that is my number one. And I love both versions, by the way. Oh, yeah. I love the original Dolly Parton version. You know, it's impressive when you do a Dolly song and you love the new version as much, if not more. You know what I mean? That's, it's that's really hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the, that's my list. Okay. Bear, what's yours before we get to Josh? Uh, well, now that you put 
killing me softly on there that that could be on there as well for me because by far love that song anyways um obviously i will always love you on there and so this song y'all might look at me like i'm crazy but i just this song hits so much harder coming from this person that topped the billboard but smooth criminal by alien ant farm i don't hate that i don't hate that choice i i I don't hate that either actually yeah I, i yeah uh and uh don't why are you laughing at your own list? <laughs> because uh, Lady Marmalade. <laughs> By Christine Aguilera yes. and Maya and yes. <laughs> Pink. It's not the original, but it's so much better. <laughs> I get that. Uh, All right. And that's that's where I got, that's what I got right now, but I I'm killing wa- me I, softly on there. I watch TRL. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man. So great. Um, all right. So for me, <clears throat> five to one, number five, Against All Odds by the Postal Service. Have you ever heard this cover of it? So it's Ben Gibbard from da- uh, from uh, Death Cab for Cutie doing against Phil Collins. I, I can be honest. No, I have not. It's awesome. Okay. It's awesome. I need to listen to that. Number four, There She Goes by Sixpence None the Richer. Oh, yes. It's a great cover. It's also in uh, So I Married an Axe Murderer, and I just, I love Who that Who did movie. the, it was the original? The Laws. Yes, thank you. Number three, I've Got You Under My Skin by Frank Sinatra. Actually That's a, a Cole one. Porter and Four Seasons song. There's been a lot of covers of that, too. There have. <laughs> yeah, there have, been, there have been some fantastic covers, but I like that you went Sinatra. Yep. Go classic. Number two, which I thought was going to make your list, because you have done a cover of this, but Change the World by Eric Clapton. Ooh, yeah. Oh. Originally yeah. by Babyface. And then number one, I Will Always Love You. I like that. I love that list. And you're right. I have done a cover of that. I yeah. love that song. Yeah, I thought yeah. I thought it was no-brainer it was going to make your list. Your cover of that is amazing, is. by the way. Amazing. Thank you. As I, I filibuster here for a second, your favorite <laughs> cover you've, list. your favorite cover you've done of all time, CY, would be what? I think we've already talked um, about this. Yeah. Didn't, didn't we discuss this? That it'd be rainy probably night. rainy night in Georgia? Well, you've done a lot of covers. That's why I was, I mean, you've done multiples. So yeah, the rainy be, night in Georgia. Rainy, is rainy night in Georgia. There was just something special about that. That was, you know, the only one take vocal I've ever done that's ended up on an album. So there's just a lot special with that. Yep. Filibuster's over. What do you got? Okay. <laughs> just give me, give me so three, here, right? Give me your top no, three. No, no. Here's, here's my top five. So at number five, had to put a John Mayer uh, cover on here because he's covered a lot. This is not the one you'd expect, though. It's Ray Charles's I Don't Need No Doctor. I think Jam does a great, great rendition of I Don't Need No Doctor by Ray Charles. At number four, Cocaine by Eric Clapton, which was originally a J.J. Kale song. Yep. Number three, I Will Always Love You. Whitney Houston's Ooh, that, is very three. Low. that is very at low. Number three. That is very at number low. Three. At number two, and this is where I think you're going to be surprised a little bit. And all Dolly Parton Whitney Houston fans go just flame him, <laughs> dump on his timeline. They are behind Red Hot Chili Peppers' Higher Ground cover from Stevie Wonder. That is a good cover. Mm-hmm. And actually, I used um, their version of that. As the basis of my band solos for about three months at one point. Nice. Like we broke into that and that was what the band soloed over. There you go. And at number one, my favorite cover of all time, all along the watchtower, Jimi Hendrix of Bob Dylan. Okay. I like it. We're all relatively in the same. I like the ones that were different though. Like, yeah. cause I, I would not have thought about that specifically the red hot chili peppers version even though i know that song right it just didn't pop up in my brain when i was trying to make my top five mm-hmm. it was just different but i've got respect for for everybody's list i think that's awesome mm-hmm. so normally we do what are you listening to i go around and I, I try to go last i'm gonna go first to give you guys a second if you don't have something off the top of your head ryan so you don't have to filibuster <laughs> uh i watched the movie at least yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we'll we'll get to what you've watched on TV this weekend. Don't worry, buddy. We're almost there. Uh, <laughs> that was a cheap shot. That was a cheap oh. shot. 
as you can tell, my, no, I'm dropping my mic oh my because the, my Christmas tree is no longer up. So I'm upset about that. And now you're just taking cheap shots and continue on. My Christmas tree is still up at my house, by the way. So is mine. Mine's down. My Christmas tree is still up. Uh, I would want to call out a buddy who put out a new song, Trey Spears has a song out right now called Twisted. Really, really cool. I put it on my story uh, on Insta. So if you guys want to go check that out, give it a listen. I'm sure he will appreciate it. Um, doing a lot of really, really good work and, and writing a lot of songs. So I was glad to see him drop something new. It was awesome. Bear, what do you got? Well, you looked at me like I was crazy when I brought this up at the beginning of the week last week. But going back to... Is it when you said something was a Drake song that wasn't a Drake song? No. Is that Sicko Mode by Drake. Stop. That was one random song in all Drake oh, songs that I was looking at. Never going to live that Waiting down. On I feel like you did what I do, Drake. which is just like scroll when you don't do your homework. You're like, yes, pick that one. And, and it, it just... <laughs> I'm not stupid. I just freaked out. I'm sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, so... Earlier, well, at the beginning of the year, technically, going back to my Disney Channel days, but Allie and AJ finally released an explicit version of the song, Potential Breakup Song, and it's what I've wanted my whole adult life, because everyone knows on that line when she's like, my, it was my birthday, my stupid birthday, we all know what she really wanted to say, my bleeping birthday birthday and they came out with it they added three curse words to the song and it makes it that much better i know a lot of you out there know what song i'm talking about and how much you love the song well guess what go look at the explicit version all right so um it wasn't that we were making fun of you for being excited about the song it's that you said it happened guys what we've all been waiting our <laughs> adult lives for and i was like that is not that's not what I've been waiting that, for. That ain't it. I was like, speaking, I don't know what it is, but that is like. I was speaking for oof. all the fellow females around my age within th four years that wanted That was this. it? <laughs> that's what you've been actually, waiting your entire adult life for. Actually, you want to know what's really funny is I actually came across this song because a guy posted saying, oh my gosh, they finally released this and it was great. So. <laughs> okay. Josh, what do you got? Huh. <laughs> What old Chris Young song should we do with explicit words? Oh, no, 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 no. I like this game. <clears throat> um, mine is my favorite song by the band One Republic, who's a great band. And really just like, they're one of those bands that have had like four smashes per record, every record. You know what I mean? No, nothing. Yeah. Nothing from you guys. You no, know, like no, I, I get it. What, what, what song though? Uh, the song is called Kids. Never heard and, of it. Oh, Kids is so good. It's my favorite one by them. What was that? Um, Apologize. Response you just had. Oh. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. Uh, Ryan, what do, you, what do you get? What's your question? <laughs> Are you in a lazy boy right now? Are you getting comfortable? Oh. What are you doing? So mine's a little different and I'm bending the rules here because, you know, it's the first podcast of 2021 and I just, I want to be contrarian here. So, plus it's an ode to the goats. So the, what I'm listening to is not a song right now. It's a podcast. Oh, no, no, dude. Come no. on. We're in the music section. No. Come Take on. a song. You've done, you did this at the beginning of the year last year too. New year. Same you. Come on, yeah, man. Just correct. And you know what? I'm going to continue pushing on, and you all are not going to stop me. I'm going to build my you wall, him. and you, you guys him. can stay behind it. So <laughs> what I'm listening to right now, just go what ahead. I'm listening go to ahead. right now is Dan Lebitard's show with Stu Gatz is the Big Suey. Uh, they're hacking my day in ESPN memories. Today is their last show on ESPN before they go off for a new venture. They are my favorites. I'm loyal to them forever. That is what I'm listening to right now. All right. So what song were you listening to this week? Oh, so I have to give a bonus. What was song the now. What was the last? Like so, well, you haven't given a no, song the podcast yet. So. Was the bonus? You have to give a song. I like it. Okay, so the song I was listening to this week was "Kill Me Slow" by David Guetta and Morton. It's actually an EDM song. New Year's, you know, you want to get pumped up a little bit. So, "Kill Me Slow" by David Guetta. I like it. I like it a lot. Could just done that one. Yeah. All right, let's go to sports. <laughs> That's not sports. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I nailed it. <laughs> Wait a minute. 
You're not getting to edit that I'm out. editing you all of that out. No, you're yes, not. You gotta leave that in. Go nope. on. It has to stay in. So in this section, which would have been a perfect time to mention what Ryan tried to mention in music, I too am a huge fan of the Dan Levitard show. With oh, Stugats. this would have been the place to mention yeah, it? Yeah, for sports. You know, it is and sports. Dude, oh. come on, man. I, I, I get it. I, I get why you're like, that's the only thing I'm listening to. And obviously it's the end of an era and it makes me really sad. And I have no idea what they're going to do next, but it's, you know, regardless of what it is and how good it is, it's not going to be the same. It's not the same place that I'm used to seeing them. It's not that show kind of flying in the face a little bit with everything else that it's programmed next to. It, it was part of what made it so awesome is that it was completely different and contrarian and irreverent and also highly intelligent and funny. And I, I just, I love that show. I don't know what it's going to exist as in the future, but sad day for me because uh, huge fan, huge, huge fan. It's thought provoking. It is at times controversial, um, but I think overall. Most and, days is controversial. <laughs> most most days, days is controversial, problem. but I think overall, and, and it's what we all achieve to be in this business is, entertainers it is the ultimate entertainment and love the show gonna miss it on espn but i've been with them for 20 years two decades long before they were with the four letter network so i will be a fan long after oh so will i i just you know if it's it'll be interesting to see what happens next yeah it'll be interesting to see if they still have that same edge not being in that workplace environment where they know that they're standing out and kind of getting yelled at by upper management. And you, do you have that same tension is, you know, the, the vibe, the same, cause obviously I don't know if they'll be recording from the same studio. We don't, I mean, I don't know. It'll be, it'll be interesting. No longer a corporate maverick. Now they are free to do as they please. There's no sunset, right? They can just sign and go do something else. We're not going to have to wait 18 months. No, they're doing a show tomorrow. They announced this morning. They will yeah. be doing a show tomorrow. Yeah, they are just doing a show tomorrow okay. on podcast. Yeah, but it'll be podcast only, right? Correct. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, make sure you go check that out if you love that show. And just know that uh, I, I I do understand why you wanted to mention that and get that in. And I we, I love that show. I love rep, that show. We rep them so much. We need a mashup one day. <laughs> I feel like I feel like we need to get Stu Gatz on, uh, on here. So you know what? I should oh work God. on that. Oh, my God. Please okay. do. Okay, go for it. I should work on that. So let me see if I can get Stu Gatz on the podcast. Let's see if he even knows who you are, CY. That's my, that would be the best thing. If he comes on the podcast, well, and has here's no the idea thing. Who you are. He, he only likes, I think he, he had said before, he only likes two bands. And one of them is the, the Grateful Dead that yes. he's so in love with. I mean, yes. it, he's, he's like an old rock guy. Like that's, that's kind of it. I so like it. probably doesn't. <laughs> probably I no think it would I. be, I think it would be excellent. So I'll work on that. All right. Do we want to start with college or just go straight to the NFL and rip the Band-Aid off? You mean because for the first time ever, all of our teams lost? I did it. I don't know if that counts as a loss for me, but that's fine. It's a loss. It's a loss. It's it's a it's a negative in your in your winning record. Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean your your team lost. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. We played none of our players. Played but, Chad Henney, but yeah, you know you still lost. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Former Dolphin quarterback. Yeah, do you want to get oh, to that? Yeah, okay, we're going to NFL. So we're first. just going to go straight there. Let's go to the NFL first, and let's start with your with your Chiefs. They got uh, basically a, a bye week. Um, I mean, don't don't they have like an extra week off? So yeah. they're they're going to be really and truly as healthy as they can possibly be. Uh, or rusty, or rusty. That, that might be it. That's very, true. Very possible. That's true. Uh, we'll look at the matchups. Um, teams with a bye is the Green Bay Packers and the Kansas City Chiefs. In the AFC, the Ravens are the five seed at the Titans. Cleveland Browns at Pittsburgh Steelers, which it will be really interesting. 2 yeah. Because we just saw them almost collapse. <laughs> and holy crap, that was a... Uh, Browns fans were sweating. Yeah. Um, so are Colts, Dolphins fans. The Colts at Buffalo Bills. And then in the NFC, uh, the Bucks at Washington. Which, uh, yeah, Washington pulled it out. The Washington football team won. Uh, I, I feel like Philly pulled it out, and Washington was the, uh, the all all of the Giants. Like people, people that don't really follow sports did not understand why I retweeted Eli Manning last night. 
A lot of, and a lot of people were responding to Eli, like other football players, like from Philly, like we don't like you either. <laughs> oh my God. I, Woof. By the way, did you ever think you'd see the day as a Cowboys fan where you were retweeting Eli Manning? No, I also didn't ever think that after the butt fumble, we would see the butt recovery in an NFC East game to, uh, to clinch it. And I still think he fumbled. But we saw I, I that in the Browns that, game too. There was a butt recovery on, on the onside I, kick well, there too. Okay. That, that's a little bit different. I, I don't think it really matters because at the end of the day neither the Cowboys nor the Giants are, are moving forward um, so it is what it is anyway uh, Rams at Seahawks and your Chicago Bears Haley at the New Orleans Saints never would have thought that we would be <laughs> getting playoffs. blown out by Green Bay and then you still yeah, make the playoffs you make it yeah <laughs> never would have thought you started five and one you were like yeah and then we think, lost six you were like screaming yeah no, and I lost six I, I, I did not think we were coming back from that Congratulations, you're only the second team ever to lose six straight games in a season and make the playoffs. Mm, yeah, go Bears. Enjoy your franchise tag on Trubisky next year. <laughs> oh, yeah. Please don't. <laughs> That's, uh, oh, this, this just in, Mitch Trubisky, four years, $100 million. Oh, you're very funny. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that wasn't convincing at all. No, it was not. Uh, Mitch, please. <laughs> you're obviously going to pay him like closer to the Carson Wentz. Anyway, it's fine. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> He's going to be available. <laughs> Maybe gonna, they go get Drew Brees. You I'm going to establish a protest. <laughs> Please. So, uh, speaking of, you know, the Chiefs, it kind of is what it is. That's that's kind of a a wash, and you're going into the postseason. Yeah, honestly, I don't I don't know what to make of this team right now. You could tell me we come out in the playoffs and destroy everyone by thirty. You could tell me we lose in round one, in round two. Like I don't I don't really know. I don't know if we're we were just playing it really conservative and we're going to turn it on in the playoffs. I don't know what's going on. I'm not super settled going into this postseason like I was last year. Yeah, I obviously my team's out. Um, ESPN did a, a really funny thing where they took a fan and they filmed like the fans reaction as a Cowboys fan throughout the entire season and it mirrors perfectly what I was doing where it's like, yep, now we're just tanking. It's like, what the, no, why are we winning? We're we winning. Win? Oh my God. It's like, oh, we kind of have a chance, but I don't even know if I want to make it. It's like, will we make it? I don't know. Oh, now it's uh, out of our hands and we end up with, uh, I believe, a top 10 pick in the draft. And uh, I I do like the one thing of seeing Alex Smith make the playoffs that whole story i i know that's a division rival and i'm not supposed to like them but it's really cool mm-hmm. it is really cool that i saw someone on twitter saying we should rename the uh comeback player of the year award just the, the alex, alex smith the award because i would be down I, with that I, I i'm in too. i'm in that's it's incredible. It is incredible. It's incredible. Um, By the way, shout out to Scooter Magruder, who you were just referencing for the Cowboys fan reaction. And he actually has a new video up about the Cowboys fans after the Giants came, which I think is. <laughs> okay. Uh, there's been some fantastic videos yesterday. There's one where uh, a guy, he's the Browns fan from the future, and he comes back to talk to his former self when they <laughs> won the last time they were in the playoffs. That was Chris Hassel and CBS Sports. Shout out to the old crew. It was amazing. It was amazing. And he goes, hey, what else happens in 2020? At the very end of the video, and he's like, all right, have a good day. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go. He's like, no, no, no. Don't don't trust any of your quarterbacks. There's going to be 27 quarterbacks before we make the playoffs again. He's like, what? He goes, 27. He goes, what even is that? And he's looking at like the jersey where somebody put all the names. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it it made me laugh. It was uh it was really funny. Obviously the Bears, I have no idea what to expect out of them, Haley. I I'm don't glad either. you made the playoffs, but Well, I knew we weren't gonna beat the Packers. I said that. And it's just we're not a team to make it past this wild card round, especially against the Saints. But you never know. You never know what they you might pull Montgomery. out of their hat. You got Montgomery, the guy can run. You know yeah. what else that guy did? Won you the fantasy he league. Won me the fantasy football <laughs> league for the quad, baby. Oh, it feels so good. Yeah. I win. I wouldn't have won anyways. All my players went out this week anyway, so. You weren't going to win anyway because you weren't in the final. Yeah, you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've been slow playing this. Yeah, I know. Brian, do you want to tell everyone what you told me yesterday? When you called me right after the the Dolphins game? 
So, <laughs> you look like you're physically in pain. I'm sorry, dude. Well, when your team had a 94% chance to make the playoffs yesterday morning, and now you wake up and it's zero because they're not in the playoffs, that's a little defeating. But I will say this. why. I called you yesterday. I FaceTimed you. I was a little bit emotional at the time. I was still rooting for the Steelers to upset the Browns, which almost happened. And then I put my faith in Mike Glennon to beat the Colts, which no one should ever want to do in 2021. And it all came crashing down. So I apologize to you. You were right. You were right. Uh, Unfortunately, Fitzmagic was taken out by COVID. Who knew that COVID-19 could dimmer the Fitzmagic? But it did. (laughs) Dolphins could not get into the playoffs. So Tua was terrible. How many interceptions? Three. Three. I was wait. I I didn't. I didn't know there was a third, but I was waiting for the Tua. There was three. We, you did text us during the, like <laughs> mid game. It went from here we go, and then like as the game continued on, he was like, "Oh God!" He goes, "Never mind." I hate everything that I said last week. <laughs> I feel like I was texting myself because I feel like none of you wanted to respond. We you were, were just kind of, I didn't know what to say, well, buddy. I'm no, sorry. you were letting me, you were let, this was therapeutic for me, our group chat, because I was just sending memes and, and complaining and screaming and having, crying. You were having a bear moment is what you were having. And I was sitting across from Chris just laughing going, this is great. I was like, everything he said is in the trash from last week. You know what? The, the one thing that I thought was just mean and like, <laughs> not necessary at all and off the top rope from Josh was is Lynn Bowden Jr. the next breakout starting quarterback <laughs> in Miami that was all Josh said the whole day to me and he just because I had to say in there that the Dolphins are better at trick plays than the Chiefs and then he just had to like crush my world which is terrible at that point it was like one for one for 37 yards in a, and uh, <clears throat> Tua was like 11 for 18 for 85 yards yeah, thanks. Thanks, Josh. All right, let me close with this because, you know, we're into 2021 and, you know, New Year, same me, but positivity. Chris, you preach positivity. So I'm going to give you yeah. some positivity here to close out. If you would have told me in September the Dolphins were 10 and 6, right, had an opportunity to make the playoffs, had a healthy Tua Tonga Bailoa, and the Texans would be terrible and secure them a top three pick, I would have signed up for that. The Dolphins have four picks within the top 50, two in the first round. I'm confident in the future in Miami. What if you take even fields? With Tung- what even if, with what Tua- if he gets the three and you take fields? I would. I, who? Ah! I heard something this morning. What if the Jets offered you number two for Tua number four? I would have to contemplate that. <laughs> I would have to contemplate that. But, I mean, Justin Fields is, is smaller, too. I mean, they're both small quarterbacks. So, I mean, you kind of might be swapping out one for one. But with that being said, here's what I'll say. There was no training camp. There was no preseason. Tua didn't have an opportunity to really grow. It's I'm, I'm going to call this year a wash. I'm calling it a wash. So, next year, with a full off season, an opportunity to work with the coaching staff and his guys, Hopefully, Devontae Smith is the pick for uh, for the Dolphins at number three, so we get a really good receiver in here, too. I'm confident in the future of the Miami Dolphins and hopefully dethroning the Buffalo Bills next year in the AFC East. I, I don't know. As good as the Bills look, man, I, I think the Bills I, are going to yeah, be I don't know about that. I don't know about that. But as far as your first thing goes, dude, I'm – I actually said last week, which got lost, that a lot of people thought I was just a Tua hater and hate the Dolphins, and I was like, no, yeah. that's that's not what I was saying at all. And I said, I think he could be good, but I think he needs to sit and to learn. You can't hold one year for a rookie against him and be an indictment of what he's going to be for the rest of his career. You just don't know. And he had flat. He had a couple flashes where he looked really, really good. And then a lot of the time he looked like a rookie and he looked like he was lost. But, you know, not working with a whole lot of depth. Uh, there's been, a you know, obviously a lot of turnover this year with crazy things that are out of your control and losing people for games. And I'll be interested to see what happens with his future. And like I said, he says everything he says and the way that he leads when I see him get the opportunity to do that 
is awesome. It's it's all like textbook what what you would want from your quarterback. Like just the way that he acts in interviews and the way that he takes accountability. I just think he needs some time. Now, does he get that? I don't know. That's the hard part. This is this is where it gets a little dicey. You have a great defense. You have great running backs. Nah, terrible running backs. They don't have any. <clears throat> I don't know about that. Got Miles Gaskin. That's their Gaskin leading rusher this year. put up a lot of fantasy points at least this year. Yeah, late in the year, but nah. Give him some weapons. He's got nothing. He's got nothing to work with. Either way. Receivers were dropping balls yesterday. Doesn't have a run game. His offensive line's not very good. Give him some help. Either way, what I'm what I'm trying to say is you have some weapons, you have a good defense. This is sort of the time where teams push all the chips in and go take a one year on a Matt Stafford or a Drew Brees or whomever because they feel like the window is sort of now. And that could really hurt Tua's development moving forward. That's the thing, though. The, like two years ago, we were in the dumps. I mean, we're trading our, our Laramie Tunsil, our you know, our top offensive lineman for two picks, which ended up working out yeah, pretty I mean, darn what well did, for us. What did you have last year? Five wins. Yeah, five wins. So they're in rebuild mode, and to win ten games in year two under Brian Flores, I think is a, a pretty darn good start. So I, I'm confident. Look, would you rather have Tua or Mitch Trubisky? Who would you rather have? Mitch Trubisky over Tua. I was going to say, if you could have started Mitch Trubisky in Miami this year, I think you would much rather have had him, wouldn't you? Yeah. Both were benched, by the way, multiple times throughout the year. So No. um, Trubisky was replaced as the starter by Nick Foles, who did not do well. Um, Tua was benched at the end of games, and then those games were won by Brian Fitzpatrick. Benched. Anyway, I leave you with this. Here's a few (laughs) things I want to leave you with from what was an awesome – Awesome football weekend. Can we all agree that it was an awesome football weekend? None of us won. I thought it was fantastic, actually. It was a great I, those weekend. games were incredible. It was an incredible weekend of football. Yeah. It's a yeah. great weekend. So I, didn't so get to the I, playoffs. Leave, I leave you with a few things. One, shout out to the Browns, the longest playoff drought in the NFL, 18 years, finally over. They are in the dance. Good for them. We talked about Alex Smith already, but can somebody punch Doug Peterson in the face? I feel like every single Giants fan wants to do that right now for taking out Jalen Hurts and putting in some guy I've never even heard of. Derrick Henry, Mr. 2000. Only eight running backs in NFL history rushed for 2,000 yards in a season. Derrick Henry, one of them. Shout out to the King. How was, uh, how was Tin Roof yesterday when uh, the doink went in, when some kicker actually doinked it off the upright and it goes in? It was incredible. And I mean, you could see, by the way, if you don't know what we're talking about, the end of the Titans game, they almost give that up. The kicker who was like, I think unsigned, he had been with the the Rams uh, back in the day, but he hadn't been signed recently, got called up because all of the Titans kickers were out. And this guy, first of all, I think his first field goal was like a 40-something yard field goal that he just drilled. Like, shout out to <laughs> to him coming in at the last minute and being like, no fear, I'm just going to go for it. Uh, but I will say that that last one, I think, gave everybody a heart attack. And it doinked, and it went through. Sam, Sam Sloman. Sloman. Sam Sloman, yes. That's his name. Sloman to win <laughs> I love the that you said that like you knew that the whole Sam time, Sloman. and you weren't typing it in, too. <laughs> Sam Sloman. Um, all right, couple things as we leave here. Uh, shout out to Lamar Jackson, first quarterback with multiple thousand-yard rushing seasons. He's a beast. He is the only quarterback to ever have back-to-back thousand-yard rushing seasons. Correct, correct. Also, Justin Jefferson is going to be a monster in Minnesota. Can we agree on that? Yes. Broke Anquan Bolden's rookie yeah, record. I, well, I don't think that was ever in doubt. And I have one last stat for you that's probably going to blow your mind here. This is via Axios. The NFL's passing yards leader has never won the Super Bowl. Deshaun Watson was the leader this year. 0 for 55 for the NFL's passing yardage leader for never winning the Super Bowl. Interesting. Well, the Texans aren't in it, so. That's my point. That's why they're open. (laughs) I think we're covered this year. There's not even a shot for it. With that being said, who's your Super Bowl champ now that the playoff field is set? Packers. Chiefs. I'm telling you that there's something that people have forgotten, which is Green Bay's running game looks awesome. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers look, look, looks, <laughs> I'm not kidding, like he is back at the peak of his powers. I don't. They, he's they, right. First of all, not only did they win that game, no doubt, even though it was close for parts of it, those first couple drives, I was really impressed by the Bears, by the way. That was a 14-play yeah. drive to score a touchdown, first possession. Like, that's pretty awesome to kick a game off like that and chew clock and knowing you're in the cold and you're playing a division rival, and that's what you got to do. Uh, he just was having none of it. In fact, he had a touchdown that was just like a wide-open drop ball. You want to talk about somebody that dealt with drops, Ryan? There were a couple different balls that, he threw, and his receivers kind of left him hanging out to dry. But you he's, talk about Valdez Scantling who mm-hmm. dropped that touchdown wide open. Well, he, he caught a wide open one earlier in the game, and then dropped his, his second one. But yeah, um, but again, he's got a chemistry with those guys. I feel like I think like this is the first time we haven't heard a peep about how he doesn't have any weapons this year. Nope. If you notice, it, it went from he has no weapons to man, the Packers look unbeatable. They have found a way to win close games, which is something you need to be able to do. Obviously, they can play in the cold. Obviously, they have a bye week. They're going to be able to get a little bit healthier. The one thing that worries me a little bit is Bakhtiari being out, but it didn't look like it was bothering him yesterday. It really didn't. And I just, if you're going to ask me, put my money on anybody other than the Chiefs, even though I'm that's chalk, those are the two best teams, arguably, if you look at record. <laughs> I, I like Green Bay. I um, think neither of those teams make the Super Bowl, by the way. I think you, you think guys, Tampa Bay makes it because you're from Florida? I think Tampa Bay and Baltimore <laughs> is your Super Bowl matchup. I, I can see Baltimore getting there, but as much as I hate to admit Chris is right because I hate the Green Bay Packers, I respect them, but I hate them being a Bears fan. But he's right. They look phenomenal, and I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. I don't want to be on the other end of that division. But. Dude, Baltimore's I, the third best in the AFC. The Bills are Bucks, better than they are. Yeah, Bucks, oh. Ravens in the Super Bowl. Bucks win the Super Bowl on their home turf. I take that no back. Way. I see the Bills over the Ravens getting to the Super Bowl. I see the Bills getting there. Josh Allen has been kicking butt. The Bills do look good. And I get what you're saying about Tampa Bay. Like, they're playing well. But, dude, you want to talk about wildly inconsistent. If there's one team Oof. that can go into Lambeau, if there's one quarterback that can go into Lambeau and win a game, Patrick I Mahomes. put my money on Tom Brady. That would be Patrick Mahomes, yeah. I, <laughs> well, then, well, Patrick Mahomes isn't playing he in the NFL. By the way, who do you think is going to beat the Chiefs? Baltimore? I, I think Baltimore beats the Chiefs. Do you know that we're <laughs> we're 3-0 and in the Patrick Mahomes era against Baltimore? I do know that. Okay. <sighs> I don't know. Just remember this. Mark if, it down. January 4th, 2021. Mark it down. If 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 the Bills get to the Super Bowl, we need uh, all the stores to stock up on folding tables for sure. <laughs> Cuz that'll be the that'll be an outage oh, across man. America is or <laughs> rumplements. Dude, can you imagine the Bills getting to the Super Bowl? Oh gosh. Actually, if, if you guys want to you want a fun experience, come to Tampa if the Bills make it to the Super Bowl. Oh my god. I'm that'll coming regardless cuz it's yeah, we're going to go, yeah. Yeah. He said it. We're going. It's happening. I think we should go. We're going to hold him to it. All right. We do have to get to college football since we spent like 20 minutes (laughs) talking about the NFL. Texas fires Tom Herman and hires Steve Sarkeesian. Michigan gives Jim Harbaugh a five-year contract extension. I don't think I understand either one of those decisions, and they're both completely opposite. They're They're the same... Sort of like, oh, we haven't performed up to the level of the history of these programs. One of them said, hey, we're going to give the guy an extension. One fired a coach and hired Sarkeesian. You tell me if either one of those makes sense to you because neither one of them makes sense to me. I don't know what the other option is (laughs) other than extend your coach or fire him and get a new one, but I I don't like either one of those. This is the mystery of college football to me. Something's going on behind the scenes there. You just don't know it. Where? Can I... Can I interrupt and pause for a second? Yeah. I don't think Jim Harbaugh signed an extension. I don't think he signed an extension. He might not have signed it, but it's been There's rumors. presented to him. No, no, no. Michigan presented him a five-year con- Michigan presented him a five-year contract extension this week, but he's yet to sign it. There's interest with the Jets job, by the way. So I wouldn't just... You think that... The, 
Okay, so the reason that Michigan is offering him an extension is because there's interest with him going to the Jets. I, I think I think there's Michigan. First of all, he's been terrible at Michigan. He hasn't beaten his biggest rival in Ohio State. They have not been good. There's so no why reason that they should walk? be giving him. The only reason they're giving him a five-year extension is because he went to Michigan. It's the only reason they're giving him a five-year extension. I think that they're worried about losing him to the NFL, which is why they're offering him the extension. There's got to be some clauses in that in that contract to get out because he's been terrible. And if next year he's terrible again, like what are you doing, Michigan? Because you could hire somebody else, by the way, a better, more 2021 edition of a coach than Harbaugh, who's old news. Let a team do a Super Bowl like 10 years ago, and that's it. I don't disagree with with everything everything you said. That's (laughs) that's my point. I'm like, why though? So why were they even offering him? Like, I don't understand as much as I hear Michigan fans complain about Jim Harbaugh, why then they turn around and go, but we don't want to lose you to the Jets. But here's my thing. If 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 this if he's been extended, right? If you're Jim Harbaugh, why wouldn't you rush to sign that extension? Like if if he's been offered it and he's sitting on it for a couple of days, why do you think he's sitting on it? Like he can sign it at any time. Why is he taking his sweet time and waiting? I don't know. Why would they even send it? <laughs> Which by the way, I can understand the Herman uh, firing and the Sark hire more than I can understand trying to extend Jim Harbaugh because in, in 2021, you've got to win in college football I, by scoring. I, and Texas I'm a doesn't Texas score fan, enough. man. I'm a, te- first of all, we score plenty. We get scored on way more. Well, that's, I, that's the big 12. Nobody has defense in the big 12. Yeah. I don't, I, I, I guess my thing is I understand that Sarkeesian is now at Alabama and it's Bama. Well, now he's at Texas, technically. Well, yes. Thanks, Ryan. I, I don't know, man. I hope he's good. I hope he does really well for us. I just, I, I, I don't know. Who's the last good Texas quarterback prospect to come out, like, in the NFL? Colt McCoy? Yeah, that's probably Maybe? it. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, I hope it's a good move, but I'd, who knows? I know it was a good move. Then putting Ohio State in that top four. They looked great. They looked fantastic. <laughs> you going to talk about that one, Ray? Yeah, I mean, Vegas won a lot of money that night. Won a lot of money that night because everybody was on Clemson. And they got, first of all, I feel like we should have seen it coming. Like the disrespect that Dabo Sweeney was giving Ohio State, ranking them 11th in his top 20 or whatever it was, 25, and then them coming out and just punching them in the mouth. Like, the way they lost last year, it was a close game the entire game, and then Clemson pulled away late. Like, I I feel like we should have saw this coming, but for some reason we didn't. And maybe it's because we were blinded by the fact that Clemson destroyed Notre Dame, but Notre Dame's not very good. Maybe Notre Dame yeah, should have been the team I, out of the top four. I, I don't know, but last week you were saying it was Ohio State. Well, I put my money where my mouth was, and I lost a lot of money this weekend. So. <laughs> oh, oh no! Did did you really? Yeah. I hope you didn't Yikes. bet on the Gators because they. Suck. Yeah. Oh, oh no, you no. bodied Florida! Oh my God. We well we we lost a lot of players. Yeah, that's true. Four. Also, definitively, now we know, Indiana. Not good. <laughs> <laughs> a whole season. It took and us finally. all the way to the bowl game. Indiana. Shout out to our friend Ian who came down, <laughs> drove 11 hours or whatever it was to come to the Outback Bowl to see them put up a miserable performance. <laughs> so not good. Oof. And there's always next year. Before we hop to the hot take, since we have spent a lot of time here, do you want to talk about Curry? Dropping 62 last night? <laughs> Chef was cooking. Oh. oh, my God. What a game. He, It was good to see Draymond back in the lineup. They have a thing going. They were setting all the, the correct picks and everything. But ultimately, this was just a vintage Curry going nuts game. Holy cow. Pretty incredible. Pretty incredible. What do you make, by the way, of the first two weeks of the season? Because, like, the Cavs, Magic, Hawks, and Knicks all currently are in the playoffs. The Suns are tied for the best record in the West. The Nuggets are tied for the worst. Like, what? Two Wait. weeks in. Like, are we freaking out? Magic is up there? Go. Yeah. Go Magic. Question, where are the Lakers? 
you not going to answer me? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm going with the oddity here. <laughs> where the, the, where uh, are the Lakers, man? Not with chalk. I'm going with the oddity, not chalk. Okay. Okay. That's fine. Um, I think it's the are beginning. You, what are you going to comment? Josh, comment. I need your comment. Well, I, Microphone I think in your face. I think it's the beginning of an NBA regular season. I'm I'm not surprised that there's a couple that snuck in there that you're kind of like, huh, that's different because a lot of the teams got shuffled. A lot of role players that were on teams are now on other teams. They're learning to play together with each other. There's always going to be an anomaly in an NBA season where a team just gets hot and you're like, oh, my God, all the things came together at the right time. Even though it's not necessarily a superstar change, you're going to see something different from the Nets. We don't know what that's going to be. Nets look weird. I, they they I, look weird. It's I don't. I remember, don't know you remember, you were singing the Nets praises last week. You're like, Nets are the best team. They're going I, to the finals. I still think they're going to be incredible. I just don't. I think they have to figure out some of their rotation stuff. Um, I am on the record with you, Ryan, in a text message saying the Suns were going to be great. Am I not? You were. Yeah, I, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. That one you was predicted. Yeah, you've, been, you've said that to me, too. Yep. I was I was pretty early on that one. Um, are they your biggest surprise? Like, what's the biggest surprise so far? I'm not surprised. Anywhere Chris Paul goes those teams win period. And so he has more talent and that team just looks steady. I got NBA league pass for the first time this year. I've been watching a lot of very obscure games like Knicks Pacers last night. Um, The Indiana Pacers are going to be really good in the East. The Orlando magic are good. Markel Fultz is good, man. Yeah. That's just, it's weird. It doesn't make any sense. The Cavs got a new contract. He got a new contract. The Cavs are going to drop off. They're they're missing some stuff. I like their I like their their backcourt. I think that Colin fun. Sexton is great, man. Sexton's great. Garland's really crafty. I love that their backcourt's called Sexland. <laughs> Wait, Larry. Oh, Wait. What is that a thing? Yeah, Larry Nance Jr. nicknamed them Sexland. Oh my god, <laughs> that is oh, that's phenomenal. That's the only time that Cleveland has been associated with Sexland. By the no way, no question. Um, what? <laughs> that seemed wow. not necessary at all. Wow. I, I, I think the Knicks will drop off. They're they're okay. They're not great. They're missing some pieces. They get lucky on on some offensive rebounds. Um, it's interesting. It's a good time for basketball right now. It's pretty wide it's, open. I don't think the my only thing, and I and I know the record does not reflect this. I don't think the Hawks are as good as their record says they are. I don't. Huh. I don't. I know that they beat the Nets. I know all of the stuff. I've seen the games. I just don't see it. I don't think you can bet on Trey Young for a whole season. All right. We will see. We It'll be interesting. See. Let's go to the hot take. Hot take! Hot take! Coming in hot. I liked it. Coming out good. hot. Yeah. How's it going? New Year, same me. <laughs> all right, guys. So... <laughs> is this the one that we talked about? I, I, the best bread roll biscuit, whatever it is that comes out at the beginning of your meal from a national chain. So it's got to be not a local place. Not like, oh man, I love the onion bread at so-and-so place in East Nashville. It's got to be a national chain, but your favorite Bread, roll, biscuit, whatever that is. I know what it is. I, and I know it, Haley's going to hate this answer. You got to make the claim. Don't, you're going to you hate, you hate it. You're going to hate it. You're going to hate it. I have to. No, 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 no. I think you're going to be angry because you're going to disagree with me. It is the Cheddar Bay Biscuits at Red Lobster. No question. It's the Cheddar 100%. Bay Biscuits. Yes. Yes. Am I alone over here? You are. You, you are, are alone. alone. And I understand where you're going, and you know my love for Olive Garden, but you're going Olive Garden breadsticks, yes, aren't you? Yes, obviously. Boring. No. Boring. Boring, dry, Boring. overused. No, it's not. It's classic. It hasn't even changed. You get all the breadsticks plus salad that you dip the breadsticks in. I don't care in. about salad. I'm talking bread right now. It doesn't even matter if you care about salad or not. Let me ask you this. Have you ever just ordered breadsticks and picked them up to go and, and left Yes. Olive Garden? Yes, no, I you have. haven't. No, yes, you I, haven't. Yes, she actually, has. you could ask anybody. <laughs> yes, I have. I feel like if there was anybody that was going to do that, Bear would be the one. <laughs> yeah, I should have I thought about that before I said it. You know how many breadsticks to go I tried to get last time we went? <laughs> I got two. I got two bags of breadsticks to go. <laughs> Seems like a lot. I feel like a close second would be Chick-fil-A's biscuit. 
as no, far as like no, that's not before. That's that's a no, fast no, food. No, no, no. That's yeah. That that's not it. I'm talking about something that it, you sit down meal. Oh, you have to be a sit down meal. Uh, all right, maybe restaurant. that would help for me to specify because now I know what Ryan's trying to do. He's trying to like play the random dude, Bre- stop. random bread yeah, item, random bread item from a national chain. I'm talking about I, at the beginning of a meal when they bring out a re- a roll, uh, a breadstick, a biscuit, whatever it is that comes out at the start of your meal. So, like, if you wanted to lead with the biscuits that they bring out from Cracker Barrel, that would count. But not just going, yeah, the biscuit from Chick Fil A. So, it's, it's. I mean, I agree with you already, but continue. it's the Cheddar Bay biscuits, and we're all in agreement except for Haley. Some some. Some next level down, uh, Texas Roadhouse with the honey butter, classic. And then one the rolls with the honey so, butter. Yeah. So I can't add salad dressing to my breadsticks, but you can add honey butter and it makes it you better. Add, you try to add salad, not salad well, dressing. The, what do you mean? What are you pouring salad dressing on your on Actually, your... you dip it at the bottom of the salad bowl. That's, so anyway, that's fine. Breadsticks <laughs> versus Cheddar Bay biscuits. I, I knew this is where we were going to end up. What else do you have though? There is one more, but I'm. It's very obscure, and I'm not sure any of you have been. Chris, you might have in on tour. Um, Sykeston, Missouri. There's a place called Lambert's, and it's the home of the Throwed Rolls, and they bring out these yeast rolls on carts, and all you do is raise your hand. And they chuck you, a, probably not anymore in COVID, but they used to. <laughs> really chuck, not now. They, they would wear gloves, obviously, but they would chuck the roll across the restaurant to you. So this is a random roll. This is a, a No, they were delicious. They are delicious. They this are the, is a random spot. It's not a chain. No, there's, there's multiple there, locations. There's multiple locations, but I know what he's talking about. Yeah. Home of the throwed rolls. Look yeah. it up. It's incredible. It is. But, but Cheddar Bay Biscuits. I remember the first time, like, as a kid. That we went to, and by the way, we were also joking the other day about where did you go as a kid that you thought was really nice, and then you grow up and you're like, oh, maybe it's not as nice as I thought it was. Red Lobster is uh, one of yeah, them. I, yes. I thought it was like a super nice place, and then I'm like, oh, it's just kind of it's 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 not bad, bad. At, by any means. I I love Red Lobster. I'm not talking any smack. I, it's just not, you know, as a kid, I was like, oh man, we're getting dressed up and going to Red Lobster. Like, <laughs> like they have the fish tanks in the front. Yeah, this is I was really- like, oh, yeah, this is fancy, but it no joke. I remember the very first time I had a Cheddar Bay Biscuit, and I was just like, oh, this is awesome. Don't get me wrong. Their biscuits are great, but I never go to Red Lobster, ever. I go to Olive Garden for their breadsticks. I like, I mean, again. That's why I you go know. to Olive Garden, for their breadsticks. I, I don't know that this is going to be a landslide one way or the other. I, I think that there's going to be a lot of people out there that ride with the Olive Garden breadstick. Wait a minute, you go to, like, I don't think people specifically go to Olive Garden because of their breadsticks. Actually, like, I think people go to Olive Garden because of... They even of, have unlimited breadsticks and salad as one of their I, I meals. I understand what they have. I love their soup and breadsticks. Trust me, I get it all the time. But I, I don't think that's, like, you have to go to Olive Garden because of the breadsticks. I For Red Lobster, you have, to, like, that's the only good thing at Red Lobster is those cheddar biscuits. I don't know about that's that, it. but... Uh, mm, no. Sorry, but, you go to Olive Garden for their breadsticks. I mean, I go to Red Lobster for the biscuits. Period. Yeah, that's that's Every, my point. That's exactly everything else saying. is just like, oh yeah, I got some popcorn shrimp too. That's great. All right, I will put the poll up. Since we're still locked out of Instagram. Yeah, we're trying to figure that out, but it's the new year. People are just now getting back to work, as he just said, <laughs> alluded to. It's Feel it's Monday. Like By the way, I Instagram. wanted to finish that that thought you said red lobster was the childhood restaurant you thought bear what was yours that that was fancier than it really is oh i said uh buca de beppo and i think i said red lobster as well yeah yeah that's Josh. what made me think about this yeah both of those for sure <laughs> yeah buca de beppo not so nice by the way it's actually not good i recently got my dad used to sell stuff long story doesn't matter i got a <laughs> a cookbook from buca de beppo and i was flipping through it last night it's like the most not special. I didn't realize we were just gonna dunk all over someplace Sorry, by Buka. starting this. Jesus, Sorry. but it, but I mean, come on! Like when I, Ryan, when I went what when was I was yours? Because you're, so. you're giving us the look. Yeah, I had two. Number one was Chuck E. Cheese. Love Chuck E. Cheese when that I was a kid. A no, nice, you thought that was a nice restaurant. I did when I was a kid. And number two, it it kind of like cited as a restaurant, but also like a Discovery Zone. You guys remember Discovery Zone? Dude, How is that I, a restaurant? 
All right, I'm going to put the poll up on my page. It is Cheddar Bay Biscuits versus Olive Garden Breadsticks. Thank you guys again for listening to The Quad with Chris Young. As always, I'm Chris from Ryan in Miami. Producer Josh, Haley the Bear. We crossed 200,000 hours of listens. We're going to celebrate. so happy you didn't pull up a list because the only list i found was number two was olive garden number one was red lobster cheddar oh, definitive oh, there it is. loser <laughs> loser